You're listening to the City World Radio Network, high-definition digital radio broadcasting from the city to the world, www.cityworldradio.com. tonight. Thank you and, and welcome back to all listeners who are coming back and welcome to all our new listeners tonight. Trust me, it's worth it. You're going to learn so much and you're going to feel like a new person after the show tonight. Uh, I'm Kathleen Smith and a quick explanation of what you've gotten yourself into, which <laughs> is not always and we're Instagram live now too. Um, I founded Morphom about I, I, maybe nine years ago, former prosecutor, stopped to have kids, couldn't go back. They didn't want me back. I don't think I was that great when I was there. Yes, you were. Well, don't say that. That's what women do. I know, but I'm not women, exactly sure. Women diminish their, their achievements. we got to stop doing that. It, it's true. You were a badass prosecutor in Jersey City, <laughs> and you also taught in jails. I did. That part I was yeah, like, yeah. why are you diminishing what you did? Well, because they kind of said it. <laughs> going off of what I heard. To <laughs> be honest, putting it out there. But, you know, other talents, maybe across the Ladies, <laughs> the confidence gap is alive and well here at Summit, <laughs> New Jersey. And we're going to fix that. Welcome to more film. So, it's actually a session tonight. <laughs> exactly. We're having a founder therapy sesh with Kathleen from more <laughs> Welcome. We've hijacked the show. You know, you must. Hijacking. I mean, we need to be hijacked. Yes. So, anyway... Tried to go back, didn't work out. Uh, so I thought, wait, what can I do? And I can interview. That I knew how to do. I could talk. Definitely can talk. Yes. So I thought, wait a minute, why am I struggling to figure out what to do next when there are so many women out there who have done it, figured this out, gone through the steps, made the mistakes, and gotten back up? And I thought, what a better, I think, would better for me than trying to figure out what it was that I was going to do than to represent their stories and connect women through those stories. Yeah. So that's how Morph Mom began began with the website. Which you have a huge audience. It, and it's really fun because all these women, it, you know, there's no, you, like, you've tapped into suburb, suburban, highly educated, very smart women who don't feel like they fit in in the city, which is interesting, I think. It is interesting because, you know, what's inter- is that losing that confidence, it just, it doesn't like make sense. Like, the city makes you feel like you lose the confidence. I, I kind of so. get it. I do. I'm in Montclair and I'm in the city. But, like, I kind of get it because I really have to think about what I'm wearing when I go to a city event. And you know, it's not a strong suit. No, it's, it's a funny thing because these great. women who have done so much in their lives, we all have. We've all done a ton of stuff. Yeah. But you lose the sense of self. And in that sense of self, you lose a sense of confidence. Yeah. And it's funny. A little thing, like an outfit, it's little things, one tiny obstacle very important. will throw you for the day. That's yeah. it. You're done. Yeah. So that's how this evolved. And we, we just kept realizing that so many women wanted these stories they wanted to connect yeah and what better way to connect and they want power tools, like simple that's right. tools that's right 100 people to hang with so that's how that's Close. how we got here where we are today yeah uh it was the website at first started writing for huffington post sharing stories then we um now we have this radio show live every thursday We're night on the radio you guys <laughs> very fun like terrestrial radio <laughs> like on the fm dial people i don't know so, how that even works everyone listening to the radio show we're on instagram live at the same time and um, <laughs> so cheers, <laughs> as we cheers our beer and wine. Um, so from there, we started the radio show now, which is every Thursday night. And you can join us every Thursday night for really cool stories. Um, we do conferences and classes. Our next conference is in Montclair, June 3rd. Yep. Very excited to announce this. 
But another thing we're very excited to announce is go to morphom.com, M-O-R-P-H-M-O-M.com, and join the club. Because what we realized was, wouldn't it be great to have a safe place 24-7 to go where you could ask the questions, the how, the why, or just, I just need to talk to someone and connect. But also, they've got lawyers. I do. <laughs> they've got lawyers, they've got real estate people, they've got, like, bitches that are getting shit done. Mm-hmm. So it's not about just, like, oh, I need to, like, you That's know, it. have a therapy session. It really is, like, they've got vetted. These are legit vetted ladies that can tell you how to get stuff done, which That's I right. think is important. Well, Lawyers are needed. You know, we'd leave the conferences, and many people would say, I got, I'm so inspired, I'm ready to go, but how? How do yep. I go? How do I write the resume? How do I get LinkedIn? How do I, how uh, do, I do things? How do I get an LLC? Or do, what yep. is an LLC? Yep. So what we decided to do with the club was we now, which will be launching about May 15th, but you can join now. We're very, very excited about this. Yep. Go to morefun.com and join the club. You will 24-7 access to these to these women, experts. to these experts in all these fields. Yes. And one such expert. And we've known, we know that um, for women, we always talk about, you know, why, how women, you know, why we have like these struggles getting our stuff together or getting started. Yes. Most of us say it's because of lack of funding, but half of us say it's lack of coaches and experts to guide us and just tell us what to do because there's no, there's no path that has been forged no. at scale for women entrepreneurs. And so the ones that are doing it now from the lawyers and the accountants to the people that help you fundraise to the people that build the communities, we're all sharing information and knowledge on how to do it. And it's no bullshit. And this is what is happening in the world of women. And right. we're psyched about it. And just to know, and we were talking about this earlier, and again, I'm going to introduce my guests. Wait a minute. For, for all the radio show people who are listening, hold on. Can you believe I am here with the amazing Karen Khan, who's sitting next to me tonight? I can't believe it. Which is exactly why I started More Fun, to to meet and to to tell the stories of these amazing women who want to share, who want to help others, and to connect. And there's no one better than Karen Khan, founder and CEO of I Fund Women, dedicated to closing the funding and the confidence gap for women entrepreneurs. Now, imagine that. Like, we all know exactly what one that is. One Noir at a time. <laughs> She's been named NASDAQ's 10 best source for funding for women entrepreneurs. At Women, it's a crowdfunding ecosystem. Is that the best description you've ever heard? Where they have female entrepreneurs have access to capital, coaching, creative, and connections, which are all critical to starting a small business. Yeah. I mean, talk about one-stop shopping. Yeah. And talk about... Well, we need it all. We do. It's not just the funding. You've got to do a bunch of stuff before you're even ready to raise funding, whether it's crowdfunding. And for those who don't know... Crowdfunding is when you, the entrepreneur, go out and raise small increments of money from lots of people that you know and your personal and professional and social network that raise that add up to just enough money to get your thing off the ground. Okay, so that's that's what crowdfunding is. And reward there's two kinds of crowdfunding. There's rewards based, which is you're selling your product and your services or your mission or your vision or your dream in exchange for cash, which is what we do. And there's equity crowdfunding, which you're doing the same exact thing in exchange for equity in your company. And the whole idea about rewards-based crowdfunding is don't go into debt funding your startup, right? So only 1% of companies, regardless of the gender of the founder, will ever raise VC, just to, like, back it up in terms of, like, the problem we're solving. Only 1% of companies will ever raise venture capital. So 1%, regardless of the gender of the founder. So what do the rest of us do to fund our businesses? Because 1%, that's terrifying. It is what it is. It's scary. Like, going into this, it's a really scary world. 
And but, you know, but what do you, what did you do to get it to have a business? You have customers. That's yeah. the best way to fund your business right. is have is revenue. Right. Right. So the rest of us, uh, what do we need to do? We will we typically will max out our credit cards. How much do you have you put on your credit card for your business, Miss <laughs> Kathleen? Way more than they wanted. <laughs> Way more than was allowed. Yeah, you do. We and we have many credit cards. cards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Amex, for the point. <laughs> Thanks, all the cards. Yeah, seriously. Um, we max out our credit cards. We try to take out a bank loan unsuccessfully because you need revenue and profits right. and you have to put up your house. for. So there's just like no way to fund your early stage idea without going into debt. And that's what we do at I Fund Women. And, you know, so I, as a startup, was still not the most profitable startup. That's okay. But it was a terrifying venture to go into this because I had no, first of all, I couldn't even come up with a business plan, much less figure out how I was going to start funding the travel that it took to go do these interviews or to do these conferences to put the money up front to do all of this. Yes. And I didn't know where to begin. I still I still don't understand this whole yes. world. Yes. So sort of talk us through. I think it's how... so great that you're telling everyone that because I think when people oh, see you, terrifying. when people see you, and when people see me, and we're all in the same boat, mm-hmm. ladies. Like, I think that's why we all love each other. We all Definitely. are in the same boat, and no one's lying about it. No right. one's, like, trying to bullshit each other. It's hard. It's like, what do you do? So you end up just putting stuff on your credit card. And praying, <laughs> praying it would be covered, high. right? If we have... Yeah, and we sell. Yeah. And we sell. Right. And you do your best, but it's a really, really scary world. And every once in a while, someone, you know, so let me back up a little yeah. bit for those of you on the radio. Um, again, as I explained that Karen, first of all, they should all join Instagram right now. If anyone's out there listening, how go can they find women's us? Instagram <laughs> at iFundWomen? Go on the Instagram live. If you want to see us right now, exactly. <laughs> go on Instagram live right now. I know. I'm sorry. I've totally distracted you. I love it. Or this. made a new format. I think we've made a new format. Amazing. We've and again, innovated. Cheers. Cheers. We've innovated. <laughs> Straight from Summit, New Jersey, you guys. Innovation is like totally happening in white America. <laughs> like, just so you know. Yeah. It's like not a place I'm usually at. <laughs> so I'm feeling very fancy for those of you who know me. I'm comfortable raising my glasses. Cheers. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do this. Okay. So you're out. So I am the person who's gone through this and it's terrifying. So you have this idea. And you're so excited about this idea. And maybe for the first time in a really long time, you're excited about something. And the second yep. leap is the confidence. Yep. To take the confidence to do something and put it out there that you're going to try yep. to accomplish this. And then all of a sudden you hit that wall, the funding. And where do you begin? And it's terrifying. Yeah. And I think the most terrifying thing is overcoming the confidence to come up with something you want to do. And the fact that this could stop you in your tracks and that's it. Is devastating. So, so here's some data. So let's talk about the confidence gap because the confidence gap is real, and this is kind of how I explain it to people usually. So there's a little boy and a little girl, and they're six years old, and they're taking swim lessons, and they're walking up to the pool, and the swim instructor is in the pool, and the kids are walking up, and the little boy and little girl are walking up to the pool, and the swim instructor's in the pool, and they're like, okay, kids, swim lessons are starting. Let's go. And what does the little boy do? He jumps right in the pool. And what does the little girl do? Do She's like, how deep is the water? Am I floaties on? Yeah. Am I going to drown? What temperature is the water? She's thinking about all the scenarios in which she's going to be in, in the water. But then when she decides to take the leap and jump in the pool, she has exponentially mm-hmm. more fun. 
she's a better swimmer, mm-hmm. and it's it, she's she's more successful at swimming. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with entrepreneurship. When women decide to become entrepreneurs, and we've thought through all the scenarios, and we've thought through True. everything, we're actually forty percent more successful than our male counterparts are because we have scenario planned to the nth degree. It's just deciding to get there and taking that leap. That's where that's where the confidence building needs to happen. And in my view, it's about owning your pitch and owning your story. And 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 that's it. Right. So that that's really it. Like owning what you do. Like I find women is a crowdfunding ecosystem built for female entrepreneurs. We're solving the problem of there is no funding options for early stage entrepreneurs that aren't going to put you into debt. That's my pitch. Like, that's it. That's all I got to say. I own it. I say it a million times a day. I live it. I love it. Like, everybody needs a honed pitch, a two, that was what, seven seconds of what we do. That's it. If you have that and you're so confident in it, that's the start. That's priority numero uno is having a honed pitch. And from there, it's like, okay, I know the problem I'm solving, right? You got to be solving a problem. Yeah. The problem you're solving is in suburbia. Mm-hmm. There are lots of smart, highly educated, highly yeah. accomplished women who have no homies to like hang with. That's right. And collaborate with. That's right. Right. And by and the she's way, right, it is a problem. It's not always your friends too. This is a huge thing we've encountered. There are many times you may be sitting and thinking, you know, who can I bounce this off of? And your friends are not always the right group to bounce it off of. And, totally. and they may not be there, and their negativity is not even – you can't – it can't be the reason you stop something. That's interesting that you say negativity because I think that friends will often be like, oh, I love it. That's so great. You're going to be so good at that. Go for it. And – but that's interesting that you're like the negativity. And, and not in a bad way, but, they, you know, they Women may not be very there. complicated creatures, ladies. Listen. They may say, you know – Mm, I don't, I don't, I can't see you doing, like, I, I've had many women say, you know, it was tough because my best friends who I've gone to for everything in my life didn't support this one thing that was the hardest thing in my life. And it doesn't take away from the friendship. It's just they're not there. They're in a different place. They're not ready to see you there. Or your pitch sucked. Or, <laughs> or your pitch sucked. And, like, they were being real friends. We're like, listen, Kathleen. They're really honest. They're wait, being honest. Wait, really? That I, I tried to chalk it up to that. Yeah, <laughs> no. I think that people, I think when your pitch is good and you, like, actually have a thing that people can get behind and you have domain expertise and street cred, your friends will... Um, your friends will get on board. And if they don't, they're not your friends. That's another well, thing with crowdfunding you find. That's true. That you find this. Uh, so crowdfunding is like a, a view inside your life. Sorry to be like so meta, but really it is because it's the first time that you are stepping out and being seen as an entrepreneur. You're publicly putting up a campaign and you're saying, I am Karen Khan and this is my business. And I am publicly putting my face, my name this is my team, this is what we're doing, and we're being public about it. And there's so much vulnerability in putting yourself out there mm-hmm. with your business. It takes such bravery and such vulnerability, and, and it's hard. It's, it's hard and it's scary. Um, and, you know, so I don't, I don't know. I just started rambling. I lost <laughs> her. I don't even know what we're talking about. But it's true. All of what I said is true, but I don't know what the question was. So let me go. <laughs> All right. So you have this idea, right? Yeah, like, okay, the idea. Yeah, I yeah, am yeah. ready. I may not be as I want to be, but I'm giving it a shot. I'm putting it out there. And obstacle number one, I don't have the money. So what do I do? You crowdfund. And how do I do? Tell, tell me what. Tell me. Tell me what it means. Like what? 
what is crowdfunding? Like, yep. what's the whole process and what it means? Yep. So I think crowdfunding has, frankly, just a bad rap. Well, I'm just going to put it out there. It just does. There has been no innovation in crowdfunding in years, right? I think people think of it as like charity or you need help or it's a Hail Mary. And in fact, we crowdfunded to fund I Fund Women as a, oh, where's my live video post? Hold on. My, my Instagram limit is telling me that I'm over my limit, which is a real sad. Okay. Hold on, guys. Hold on, everybody in, <laughs> hold on, everybody in, in whatever land. All right. So what, and what we're, All right. Here we go. What we're, we're talking radio. about is crowdfunding and like what? Is it exactly? And why? Like, you know, it's true. You don't, you kind of know that something started up in town or something. Like, you're not really, or I don't know, I wasn't. I didn't really understand what it was. Yeah. Because my experience is more like my kids or I'd heard about something in town. Yeah. But so, so tell us about it and how yep. this can help us. Okay. So crowdfunding is when you, the entrepreneur, literally go out and raise small increments of money. 20 bucks, 100 bucks, 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, whatever it is, from lots of people in your network that add up to just enough money to get your business off the ground. Can I interrupt for one sec? Do you yeah. have to have a set number when you crowdfund? You do. You do. Um, and you don't pick a number out of thin air. Okay. So the way you do crowdfunding is you, you first start with your network, right? So we have a, we have a program called the iPhone Women Method right, which is a proprietary program that we've developed over the last two years based on data and what we know works that helps you know how much you can raise before you start your crowdfunding campaign. And this is like the thing that people really mess up on mm -hmm. in general. They think that I'm going to put up a crowdfunding page and magical money elves are just going to sprinkle money down on my campaign and that's how I'm going to get funded. But really, it's it's sales and marketing and planning. And can I ask you a question? So going in, do you help them figure, like, so a lot of times you don't know what you're going to need. Yeah. So do they, before they come to iFund, should they know, like, an estimate of what they're going to need? Or do you ha can you help them sort of figure that out? So everybody has a number in their head, but we try to knock that number out of their head the minute they get to us, right? So the first okay. thing we have them do is we have them hone their pitch. So they know what their product or services are selling. You can't have a business unless you're selling something. Right. And a lot of people right. don't know exactly what they're selling. They've got a passion. They've got a, they, yeah, they've got a passion. They've got a thing they want to do. They've got an itch they want to scratch. But it's mm -hmm. like, to have a business, you have to have something that people want to buy. Even having a nonprofit, right? Even yeah. having a passion project. It's like, if you want to raise, if you want a, a passion project, kind of put it to the side. But still, you got to have something that people want to buy. It's funny you say that when I started this, people always said, how are you going to make money? How are you going to make money? How are you going to... And it, all they kept saying to me, which was a good question, and I didn't have the answer. Right. I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. Yeah. But I just knew I loved it so much, and I I kind of was praying it would end up where... it. I didn't know going in how to do it. I was hoping that it would sort of expose itself. You were hoping along. that... You were hoping and praying. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. But I did. And I go in my southern accent when I talk about <laughs> hoping and praying. We hope and pray. High schooler, can you fix that? <laughs> Thank you. We have the most marvelous Ellie London here today who's watching us and who is in eighth grade. She's watching this Instagram fail. And I'm like, listen, sister, e either you're good for something or what? <laughs> so, okay. So here's how you do it. And, and I am guilty of this, of these women coming in thinking, here, I found the passion. I sort of have the confidence. And I'm going to go do it. Right. But people said to me, it's funny. So 
eight, nine years ago when I started this, you should get a Kickstarter crowdfund. Yeah. But I didn't know what the product was exactly. So what is your advice to people? Well, You would have told me to get my act together. Well, I would have told you what your product is, which (laughs) is experiences. Yeah. And a a membership in a club. It's the club. That's the product. Why didn't we meet eight years ago? (laughs) I don't know, but we're meeting now. We're meeting now. That's right. Yeah. So, So having a honed pitch means really understanding what your look at that high school eighth grade girl <laughs> thank you so to ellie plundin who's our intern tonight on the thing um okay so um yeah you have to hone your pitch which is like what's the problem you're solving and how does your product or service solve the problem mm-hmm. once you can nail that in a couple sentences then you kind of know what you're selling and what people can buy and so that's the pitch honing process that's what we do in priority numero uno and the second thing we do is we map your network. So it's like, okay, you're going to have two sets of customers for your crowdfunding campaign. You're going to have your FFFs, your friends, your family, your followers, people that love you and know you and know you're passionate about women and women empowering women and, you know, all of the feminism and all the things that that Morph Mom represents. So they're going to support you regardless, right? right? Those are your FFFs. Right. But then you've got your customers, right? So those could be brands that want to sponsor the event. Those could be speakers that want PR, you have a huge audience. Mm -hmm. Like you actually could charge potentially PR packages for speakers. And yeah, I'm just saying, girl. Hold on. We wait for the short hold for the presentation 101, bitches. Get in there. (laughs) True. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 we'll do, I'll do a free reward. Listen to our podcast tomorrow. Yeah. No, seriously. But like you actually have a big audience, so it's valuable. Right. And so Mm -hmm. it's how to monetize your audience. And so crowdfunding, people tend to think of it as like, oh, it's charity. It's just not. No, it is sales and marketing for your product or service, period. You just need to have a strategy and know how to do it. So I will say we are, um, all the things you're hearing me talk about, I put my big old mouth on two hours of video. I mean, if you can stand it, it's free, <laughs> and I'll teach you how to crowdfund. And there's a little chat bot, and you can chat me. And so I would do, I don't even know where to tell people, go to ifandwomen.com and, like, sign up for something and what, say, like, you heard about the beta, the coaching beta, DM me, slide in my DM, coaching beta. I'll get you into the thing. And for those listening on the radio, it. tell them what the best way to get in touch with you. Slide into my DM? I don't iPhone. know, high schooler, what do I do <laughs> on the radio? <laughs> what do we do on Trust Your Radio? On Trust Radio. Yes. Dot com. Word. No. 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 I am AOL, Phil. I don't Go to ifunwomen.com and just email me. Karen at ifunwomen.com. Okay. That's an Ariana Huffington. You should know this. This is an Ariana Huffington thing. She tells everybody your email address. Karen at ifunwomen.com. Email me and I will get you our course. Go for it. All right, and you must do this, clearly. I'm 100% doing it. Hello. <laughs> yes. All right, so now they've decided, okay, this is the step I'm going to take. I'm ready. I've got the idea. I'm going forward. I'm going to crowdfund. Um, now, what the beauty of what you do is you don't just leave them there. You, no. you create the entire thing for them. So this is a platform that on their own they could create, but if they're not ready to create that, you can bring this to the next level. So yeah. tell us about that. We can, but we would rather empower you with the tools and the resources. So part of this whole video e-course is you have me telling you what to do on monetization. You have Sarah Summers telling you what to do on how to make your video. And if you watch it, you can realize that you can do this yourself. So we would rather empower you. You need a video. 
you need a campaign page. You need a product or a service that people potentially want to buy. You need to go through the iPhone Women Asset, have a, have a home pitch. But ultimately, yes, we can make your video for you. We can design your campaign page and all that stuff. But truly, ladies and gentlemen, this is not brain surgery. You don't need experts to do it. Um, you may need a college student or, like, somebody in your local area that can, like, do graphic design or can hold an iPhone for you. But really... Um, you're not winning an Emmy. So let's talk about your video. You need you need a you need a video that is somewhat professional looking and authentic. People love authentic, especially you're a brand new startup founder. Nobody expects you to have like you know what do they right. call that thing? Four K, four G. What's that big TV thing? Oh, what is fancy TV? I don't even know. This is so bad. Whatever. <laughs> All I know is HD. Expect you to have it in HD. <laughs> This is bad. All I know is I'm showing my age. 4K, I don't know. (laughs) You need a professional video in the sense that you need to know what you're talking about, which you do. So, like, get in a good patch of fresh light, hold your camera horizontally, get a tripod, get a lavalier mic. These are all things that are on the course. And empower yourself to make your own video. You have iMovie on your computer. See the Apple, like, you know, have your kid figure it out. My 15-year-old edits videos. Is that movie for that the crowdfunding? Like, that yeah, will be on your page? crowdfunding video, yes. Oh, anyway, video. God. <laughs> yeah, you need a video. You need a video. And it's not that hard. So, but if you need us to make it, we'll make it for you. Yes. Mm. So, on that have page. your child make your video. <laughs> but do you help the person right? coming in figure out, like, the amount you want to get yeah. to? The creative around it, if you need that help. You need that. It's really the strategy. Where we really, like, our big our big mama brains come in is the strategy and the monetization. Like, that's what you need us for, right? And the creative, like, yes, we can do creative, but you, you can figure that out on your own. So once it's you have this strategy. Crowd, it's about sales. But now, people how to sell. But once it's creative and it's yeah. there and you've got the video, yeah. now how do I get it out to beyond my friends and family that I'm going to make? Donate. Yes. How does First that of all, erase the word donate from your oh, brain yeah. ball? <laughs> the brain, it, contribute? Yeah, contribute, contribute. back, fund, right. anything but donate. You're not a charity. No, you're right. You're right. Your business is not right. a charity. See, right there is a mindset yes. that I bet, right? Yes. I immediately go to that, like, oh, they're just being charitable and nice yeah. to mm-hmm. me. No. Right. No. I mean, you're, you're so it's people, a mindset change. It's a mindset change. It's like you are going out with your baller pitch and people yeah. believe in you and they yeah. want to invest in you. That's right. And the great thing about Rewards-based crowdfunding, I have a hero of the blues. <laughs> the great thing about rewards-based crowdfunding is it's cash. People can give, people aren't going to miss $25 or 50 bucks or whatever yeah. it is. People are going to be so proud and happy to support your startup, and they're not going to miss the 25 bucks. And how many times have you donated to somebody's, you know, cancer yeah. walk or their lymphoma yeah. thing or whatever? I mean, I'm constantly giving the people stuff. When we did our crowdfunding campaign to fund iFund Women's MVP, you better well, damn Skippy, I hit up all those people <laughs> that I was like, do you remember when you did the MS walk and I gave 500 bucks every year? Well, this is my turn, girl, but it's not a charity, it's a business. But that's basically what it is. Yeah. It is. It, 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 and, but it's, it's funny. But then it's also selling your product. So we, when I did our crowdfunding, we didn't have a product to sell. We were a service. We're like a B2B. Okay, so that's a question. What yeah. if you are a service as opposed to a product? Okay. So we built iFund Women for the B2B ladies out there. So just so you know, not that you, you know, if you have a consumer product, obvious, it's obvious that you can use iFund Women and, and crowdfund for your product. But it's not obvious about crowdfunding for a 
SaaS company or a, you know, business services or a membership thing or whatever right. it is. But crowdfunding is truly just selling your product or your service. So it's about knowing who your customer is and going out and selling things to them. So I was, I was brought up in the days inside sales. My first job making 80 phone calls a day for a trade show production really? company, getting people to come to the Javits Center for the fashion boutique show. It's really, it's not glamorous. <laughs> You're like, but I thought you worked at Google and YouTube. Why aren't we talking about that? <laughs> Here's why. Because learning to just call people and be like, hi, this is Karen uh, calling mm-hmm. from the fashion boutique show. Are you going to be in New York or, uh, on June 5th? I don't know. You know, this is like so long ago. Um, great. And I know you're a buyer for, you know, Macy's. You should come to the boutique show because we've got so many streetwear designers there and the tickets are free and blah, blah, blah. 80 phone calls a day. The more calls. Yeah. That was my job. You can't make that shit up. (laughs) (laughs) The more phone, the more phone calls you make, the more sales you're going to make. It's the law of averages. It's the same with crowdfunding. You just make a list of everybody you know. You export your and CRM, you, you export your MailChimp. You, it's a list. Now, do you agree, and I think it's difficult, again, for women to make that reach. Make it, it it's, that ask is incredibly difficult because, again, you're putting yourself out there. Yes. And once you say it, it's in the universe. And that con- like, I feel many times men would have less difficulty reaching out saying, look, I'm doing this, contribute, as opposed to when we would call. Like, I would like. Would you consider maybe because I'm doing me a this? Favor. And I wish, and I love that part of your um, mission statement is bridging that confidence gap. Yeah. Because that confidence gap is huge. It's huge. It's but everything. it's really hard to overcome. I know. Still, to this day, it's I, really hard. Yes, it is. It's, it's how our brains are built. I so, like, that. let's give our, ourselves a break. Right. And it's not easy. In, you know, I I am a very good person. It, it's, it was Raising $30,000 crowdfunding was the hardest thing I have ever done in my career. Is that what you did? For? That we, yeah, we did $30,000. It was that- the hardest thing I have ever done. I cried multiple times. <laughs> I did. I even tried to snake my way in to, like, meeting, like, the, the C-suite. I tried to basically meet or get a, a hold of the head of Kickstarter to stop my campaign or to lower my goal because I was that unconfident. And here's why I was unconfident or inconfident. Unconfident? Confident. Without confidence? Without confidence. <laughs> because I didn't have any tools. Nobody, there was nobody yeah. teaching me how to do it. And it was, it was, it was this sort of like, okay, I'm going to put up my campaign and I don't really know how this works. And there wasn't coaching. There wasn't coaching. Yeah. There wasn't anybody to help right. me. And so I felt isolated and alone. I was like, okay, let me do this thing. And I have a pretty big social network. I have a pretty good professional network. I have a wealthy network. I have all the privileges that you see me having. And I still was scared shitless. And raising that $30,000 was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. So I know how it feels, ladies. Like, it doesn't matter, like, where you're from or who you are. I mean, it does, but it doesn't in the sense of, like, having that confidence in your pitch and having having a plan. The key to crowdfunding or anything is having a list of potential funders and having it be exponentially larger. Like you're like, Oh, I have a 9,000 person list that I've exported for my Gmail and my LinkedIn and blah, blah, blah. Great. Because you know what? Only about 1% of those people are actually going to come through. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and people don't have 9,000 person lists. That was a big number, but 
the point is it's about planning and list making it this is and just stealing yourself and, and with making mm-hmm. the ask so let me get back to that and let me ask you a question yeah. how long did you give yourself to raise 30,000 so with other platforms you have a set time limit right. and when the clock starts ticking you're that's it we built iFund women specifically with all the flexible features that don't exist in other platforms. Mm-hmm. So you can extend your end date, you can change your goal, you can change your creative, you can. you can change your rewards, you can change anything you want because let's face it, startups pivot. We all change. Like we ch- like things happen. Yeah. We all of a sudden we're like, oh, this product is selling. Like maybe I want to make this a reward or right. this product is sucking. I want to take right. it off. Or this we've had this a lot. This is interesting. We've had um, women who make their goals way too low and they hit their goals within the first couple of days of their campaigns are like, what do I do? I'm like, increase your goal. Really? Yes, because they don't believe that they can do more. So having the flexibility in the features is so critical because mm-hmm. we don't know how powerful we can be. Right. And then also sometimes things happen. Like we had a woman whose father passed away. It was like, can I please pause my campaign and pick it back up when I'm healed and I'm like absolutely like life happens so like we need to be able to you know pivot and iterate with life and we believe that that's how women work that we believe that's how like you know there's no reason for us to feel so trapped into trapped into like a crowdfunding campaign this should be an empowering exciting experience not something you're terrified with and for women out there who are listening right now and watching and it's real life um you like you're all over the country yeah, this is all over the world. All over the world. So anyone do you could Kenyan women? Oh my god. Do you we, really? Yes. Okay. So we just implemented we're the only crowdfunding platform to have PayPal One Touch for our for our crowdfunders and for our backers, which is so dope, you guys, because we went from operating in twenty countries with Stripe, our back end payment payments processor who takes the credit cards. Twenty countries is great. But now we're in over two hundred countries. And the minute we turn PayPal One Touch on, we have women in India, women in Kenya, women mm-hmm. in South America. Like on the platform, it's so good. Oh my god, that's amazing! You heard it here, everyone. Now, but, but now going from that high, yeah. <laughs> so that's a lot of pressure. True. Like for you, what you're doing right now, it's a lot of pressure. What this has become has just it become feel that way. It feels like a sisterhood. Like we just we're just the platform. We are literally just the technology platform that allows you to raise money for your business. I don't feel like a lot of pressure. It's amazing what you've accomplished and how many people. It's so funny, like in your business, and you, you say, you know, it's for profit and whatever, but you're helping yeah, people all profit. over the world. Yeah. Yeah, but, but but think about how many women around the world you're helping on a daily basis. Well, the whole point, the whole point of what we're doing is that the shift of wealth globally mm-hmm. needs to happen. Like, let's just face it. Who has the wealth and the power in this world? Right, men. <laughs> they do. It's just a fact. And it's our turn. Well, when women have money, we support our communities and our families. Mm-hmm. When men have money, I'm not going to say what they do because <laughs> it's not what a fintech CEO says in public company. <laughs> but the truth is women, all the money for all the women now. And so, like, yeah. the way we look at the world and our businesses, we are creating economic opportunities mm-hmm. for women. And so I don't feel... I don't feel the weight of the world on my shoulders. The only thing that I worry about is just like making sure the tech works every day. Yeah. And that's what we're invested in is, is technology and making sure it can scale 
and also making sure that women can learn how to crowdfund, which is why we put out our e-course. It's free. Again, I, I'm going to regret this, but KarenFundWomen.com because it's not public yet because we're testing it and people are telling us what they like and they don't like. But it is a free e-course that literally just teaches you how to do it. And we just want people to be empowered with the information so they can raise as much money as they can and not go into debt. So, now I know you've helped, I can't even count how many women you've helped around the world. Is there one story that kind of sticks out or one yes. experience that you've had that really yes. sticks out that you're like, this is why I'm doing it? Yes. Easy, easy answer. So um, we have local cohorts that we have rolled out in the United States in partnership with mayors and governors of the key cities and states around the country. And one of the uh, local cohorts is iPhone Women Raleigh. And the mayor at the time was Mayor Nancy McFarland, and we launched iPhone Women Raleigh, Durham. And um, basically the mayor just puts out a press release to say, hey, iPhone Women Raleigh, Durham is here. Come crowdfund along with your startup sisters in the hustle and, um, you know, it's just great. Everyone kind of crowdfunds together and we do coaching and we had boots on the ground and we did boot camps and blah, blah, blah. One of the applications we got was from this woman named Dr. Sandra K. Johnson. She is a hidden figure. You saw the movie Hidden oh, Figure. Okay. I, like 17,000 times? Yeah. Yes. So she's an actual hidden figure. So oh for those who God. haven't seen the movie, go watch it. She uh, was the first African-American woman to get her Ph.D. in electrical mm-hmm. engineering in this country, period. The book and the movie were based on her life. Mm-hmm. She was one of the women doing the computational, uh, a copy, the mathematical computations that put us into into space yeah. on the moon. I forget what the story was. On the moon, into space? Space. space. I think it was NASA. It was the beginning, right? Yeah. John Glenn. Yes. This is, this is a was... senior moment. This is a senior <laughs> moment. I'm sorry. It was sorry. the first time that women had ever been allowed to even become a part of this whole situation. Right, but it was by default. And, and we were and in the back room. School, she was allowed to go to school on top of it. Yeah. Somehow that they weren't going to let her take the classes, and she got her in. They, she got well, the women in. that were doing these mathematical computations were in the back room, a different bathroom, had yeah. to, like, it was back in the olden times. It was in the 50s. So I'm getting my history all mixed up. <laughs> Listen, ladies, here's the deal. <laughs> Dr. Sandra K. Johnson, who is a blockchain fintech programmer, sent in an application. She wanted to raise $15,000 to finish her her fintech app. That was It's a remittances app that is serving sub-Saharan Africa to make it easier for people to transfer money. So when I got her application, I cried for two reasons. One, I was so sad about the fact that this rock star, yeah. she'd worked at IBM 25 years. She, is, she was the first African-American woman to get her PhD in electrical engineering. And here she was needing my little grabby ass platform to raise $15,000 for her app. Like, why isn't this woman being funded left, right, and center on Sandhill right. Road? Like, I was mad, and I was crying, but then I was like, this is why we're doing this. Right. So, yeah, that's that's the story. That's, the, that's it. That's the story. There's a lot more, but that's, like, the one. And did she, and when she did she raise the money? She raised the fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, the best story tonight. It is, but it what you know, and and she her IBM homies came to her like actually she this did. is the power they this is the power of your network. So as as you're watching this and you're thinking about the network that you're building every day, whether you're doing drop off for your kids, mm-hmm. whether you're you know in the gym, whether you're you know at work, you are constantly making relationships and building a network these are the people that you're going to make the ask to. And these are the people yeah. that you're going to confidently go to your pitch with and say, here's the problem I'm solving. 
here's how my startup is doing it. Will you pledge whatever you know that person can afford to help me solve this problem. What I love about where you, I mean, I love everything that you're doing. But I think one of the biggest things is, again, the confidence to approach with that pitch. And I think what you're giving people is, you know, when you go into this, you have this idea and it's not that concrete, but this is what I want to do. So I think what you guys do is beyond, I mean, you do so much, but just from ground zero, you give them the, the pitch, but the cost to present that pitch. Yeah. So someone believes in me already, yep. and now I'm ready to go to you. Yeah. And I think finding the first person to believe in you is really the, hard. You're the first person. Well, but, but so are you guys. So but what you, know, you do. But you are the first person that needs to believe in you, and then you come to us, and we're going to get your shit together, and then everyone's going to believe in but you. But sometimes it's hard even to believe in yourself. Like I, I think you guys... We help with that, but, I, I you, really, but, but you need to, it's like crisis text hotline. you got to make the call. <laughs> Seriously. You need to believe in you, and you have it in you. You know that you have an idea, and you know you want to do it. This is the thing about you women. Mm-hmm. We're fucking strong. We are. You know you want to do it. You just need someone to co-sign, and we will, we, we're not going to co-sign if your idea is shit. We're going to help you formulate the idea and and get it to something that's reasonable, that you can go out and pitch. And here's the best part of it. It's the integrity of it. So yeah. you know that if you're going to you guys, you're not going to let someone go out there with something that's not going to work. You're going to make sure you're like, at least, you know, I've got, someone's got my back. This may not be a good idea. And they're going to tell me that. And this may be a great idea. I'm going to believe it when they say it. Well, look at, we are not, we are not curators for taste. I don't know what businesses are going to work. I, I don't know that we are, we are a platform and we are also humans who have been there and can and can very logically and easily take your idea and kind of tell you what product you're selling. That's what we do. Whether people are going to buy it, we don't know. So I can't tell you, oh, it's a great idea or it's not a great idea. I can tell you, oh, you're selling this product and here are your customers. That's my secret power. And then from what you do with that information, whether you take it and run with it and you and you follow the method and you go out and you sell the people that's up to you but what we can do is is kind of like if you're feeling confused about like got this idea and I'm like you know I'm so passionate about it but I don't know what it is really that's what we do at iPhone women really well is help you just figure out like this is the product and here are your customers and here's how to sort of think about going to market um cashew corner um karen at iphonewomen.com I mean that's ridiculous but what you're saying is and you're minimizing I think you're minimizing the strength of what you do because there's so many women out there or anybody out there who doesn't have that backdrop, who doesn't have that back support. And the fact that you don't have to rely, like we said before, on friends or family, but there's someone independently who can look at you and talk to you and and support you is unbelievable what you're offering. Yeah, it's, 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 we love it. I mean, I love it. It's, it's, yes. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's great. It We're is, really proud. You should be. It's so fun, it's too. It's so cool it's, what you're it's doing. It's really fun. I love my job, I have to say. It's so fun. It's so, so fun. And it shouldn't take us more than 20 minutes to figure out what your product really? or service is. Yes. And you can do it. And it's so funny because it can oh take, like, God, you know what? Five, but y'all. right there is, like, the obstacle to many of us who will sit yeah. there and, like, spend. And it's easy. You know why? To let because yourself keep doing it. We're in a solopreneur bubble. That's right. 
We are, how many people here work from home by yourself on your passion project or your thing? Yes, people, yes. Everyone. Well, no, I have a great team now. But when I started this, it was just me and my dogs. (laughs) I did talk to my dogs. We all all are in this bubble alone. Whether we have a co-founder or not, we... We are, we are founders. We are the entrepreneurs. It's our idea. It is our thing. And, you know, when you're in this world alone behind your computer, you have nobody to bounce ideas mm-hmm. off of. That in and of itself is, is the key, right? It's That's like, right. Is, this, is, this idea, is this idea not necessarily a good one, but it is a viable one? Is this something that, like, That's is right. sellable? Right. Is, this a, is this a marketable idea? Right. And that's what we help you do. But that it is so invaluable, and I can't believe we're the ones at seven forty-five. I don't want you to leave. I want to talk to you all night. Karen, everyone out there wants to hear from you I'm all night. I'm coming, Annie. I'm coming. <laughs> and by the way, we have so many more things we have to talk about. I know. Karen's we'll got to come back on this again. Clearly, she's got to come back. But I promised I her I'd get her out by seven forty-five. I know. I said to Kathleen, I'm like, can I just like stay here? Can we camp out <laughs> and just like drink wine and play tennis and rugby um, and like, yes. ball? <laughs> All the things. We're like 40 bitches who just want to hang out. <laughs> this is pretty great. Is there are people that are around the country that are awesome people. This is what I'm learning coming right? to suburbia of New Jersey. I don't typically come out here. Right. I get worried. But there's so many. It's not just women, but women, too. Ladies, oh. She's one of us. <laughs> I'm vouching for Morph Moms. She is one of us. For real. That for real. Be- I'm looking in your eyes, and you know me. She's one of us. It was incredibly kind of you to say that. You can trust this one. God, that was the biggest compliment I've had in a very long time. Yes. So everybody out there, I don't want Karen to leave. I'm so (laughs) sad about this. Um, This has been amazing. And we have so much more to talk about. We're like, guys, next time we have Karen back, we're going to talk about, there's a lot, and it's great to have the support. We're going to talk about how hard it is. And how I called 911 for the first time in my life on myself because I had a panic attack. And I'm sure many of you out there are thinking have been through this exact same thing. Well, we're going to do it next time. We don't have to tune in. So Karen has to do this. This is A, and Part B is going to be coming very soon, and she's going to tell us all about this. And we all, everyone out there has experienced this at one time in their life. And here's the best part, that we're open about it, and we share it, and we talk about it, because yeah. that's what you don't get. Totally. Right? Nobody shares, like, the, no the downside. No <laughs> No shame in this game. God, I love that. No shame in this game. So this has been an amazing amazing night tonight, Karen. I, I don't even know how to begin to thank you. And Ellie, our great intern tonight, uh, who's been amazing. She's right there. Ellie London. You want to give a little shout thank out to Kathleen? Kathleen's school. It's my school. <laughs> you guys. Well done. Seriously, Ellie's like super famous now. So whatever. <laughs> um, and I'm going to do a shameless plug right now, very yeah, quickly. Please, please. Montclair, New Jersey, June 3rd. Uh, we have a more fun conference coming. Great speakers. I wish Karen could come. Gonna Karen's going to be away. But she's going to be the next one in the yep. fall. So stay tuned. They're going to be awesome people. You guys know Montclair. Like, the whole world actually knows Montclair. It's <laughs> just so ridiculous. The world knows Montclair is like, the hotbed of creativity. It and is. liberal, globally-minded women. So <laughs> that? Come We're not one, come to go. All. So go to morphom.com, com to sign up today for the conference. We were also launching the club, which is an online 24-7 community where you have access to all of us all the time. Yes. And we and not, lawyers. And lawyers, <laughs> right. And we have vetted great partners to help you get to what you want. Resumes, you name it, we're going to have it. So join the club, come to the conference, and just wait till the next show when Karen comes back and we talk about the downside. Not the downside, so but the, the hard downside. Side. <laughs> oh, the downside. The downside. Oh, the downside. Starting your own company, but you're not alone. 
We're all here. We've all been through it. And you get through it. And especially when you have others around you. And sleep. That's right. Oh, yeah, that one I don't have. I know. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. I love you. I find women people. Everyone out there, thank you so much for coming. And we'll see you next week, everyone. Good night, everyone. It's flu season. You might think you're healthy and don't need a flu shot, but look at it this way. When you get a flu shot, you're protecting not just yourself, but those around you who are vulnerable. A baby, a frail grandparent, a friend in the hospital or nursing home. For them, influenza can be life-threatening. Get a flu shot today. See your doctor or visit mdhflu.com.